Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow-detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at H&M.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. Not only have I been the owner of Mint Mobile for the last few years, I've also been a customer. I don't know if you knew this, but anyone can get the same premium wireless for $15 a month plan that I've been enjoying. It's not just for celebrities, so do like I did and have one of your assistant's assistants switch you to Mint Mobile today. I'm told it's super easy to do at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little... Or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little... Or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow-detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at H&M.com. Right. Like I can do this. And then it, it just grows and everything in your life starts to change based yeah. on that one thing. Yeah. So I truly do believe that right, no matter your circumstance or what's going on in your life, if you can find your stillness, your whole life will change. girl imagine a life where you feel supported connected and understood i get it being a mom is hard especially when you're spinning so many plates we exhaust ourselves trying to create the perfect life for our family 
You deserve to enjoy your family without the stress perfectionism brings. On this podcast, I provide practical and relatable life experiences. I teach women quick and easy-to-use strategies to help them reclaim their identity, reignite their marriage, and enjoy their children. If you're ready to be challenged, then pull up a chair, grab a pen and paper, because it's about to go down. I'm Veronica Cisneros, a licensed marriage and family therapist, and this is the Empowered and Unapologetic Podcast. Hey ladies, welcome to Empowered and Unapologetic. I'm your host, Veronica Cisneros. Today's guest is absolutely amazing. Here's why. He focuses on stillness to success. And as we all know, not one of us Not one of us have a moment to stay still because usually it's wrapped around kids, wrapped around, you know, household chores, wrapped around our husband on their way home, all of these things. So with us today is Ken Cloudris, an esteemed wealth advisor and a leader in the self-mastery movement. Ken recently developed an online course, Stillness to Success, to help people who are truly ready to make real change in their lives, cut through the noise find their stillness, and create the success they want in life. Ken compiles this course with practical and impactful lessons he extracted from years of his own self-study with a spin that is fresh and relevant to the 2021 world we are all experiencing. So please help me by welcoming Ken. Hey, Ken. Hey, great to be here today. I'm super excited to have you. So stillness to success. Prior to us coming on and recording, you had mentioned you were away practicing stillness. So can you tell me a little bit more? Yeah. So one of my annual events that I I do and I'm looking to host is actually five days in silence. Oh my God. And <laughs> I can't yeah. even stay quiet for like five seconds. <laughs> I hear that a lot. Um, but yeah, so for five days, I don't touch a cell phone or read, write anything um, and really just Again, don't speak and just really just with your thoughts and right clearing out all that noise in your in your head. Holy moly. So my husband and I, we just came back from Yosemite and we were there. So that's where I was, by the way. Get out of here. Oh yeah. my God. We were at the Awani. Awani. Okay. We were the there. Awani. Yeah. Yes. Which I totally found out that it's also known as the um, oh my God, the Shining Hotel. I didn't even, okay. I don't know if you know this, but yeah, a lot of- I wasn't aware of that. Yeah. So that, I was wondering why every single time I would go towards my room, there's like this hallway, this crazy hallway and all the rooms are like, you know, just, I don't know, it looks creepy. It's beautiful. It's beautiful, but it does look creepy. And I'm waiting. I don't know if you've seen the movie, but I'm totally waiting for the twins to meet me. Like every single time I'd go down that hall and the elevators, the elevators, something about the elevators, which I later found out. Yeah. The- um, the director had them come out, take pictures of the hotel, and then recreated uh-huh. that. So yeah, it was totally creepy. But going back to us being in Yosemite, we were there to celebrate our 22nd anniversary. And there was one area we were walking up, we were hiking the dog lake, dog lake, which okay. is crazy because you're not allowed to take any dogs, but whatever. We were talking, we were hiking there. And then from there, we also went up towards Lambert Dome. And we were in complete silence. This is why I'm sharing you, sharing this with you. We were in complete silence. My husband's a Marine and nobody was on this trail. No one. And so for me, I'm looking for bears. I'm looking for bears, <laughs> mountain lions. Well, luckily I, you're with a Marine. You'll feel safe. Well, I thought so. But then there, we've seen every now and then one lady like 
all by yourself, totally cool on your AirPods, like just walking around. And I'm like, the entire time he and I were in complete silence. And it was nerve wracking because there was so many things I wanted to say. So how did you start or develop this journey to be still in silence? Yeah, well, so not like that. Um, <laughs> it was just, I think, the evolution of my meditation practice. Okay. So I had started meditating about six years ago and really saw immediate benefits. Yeah. And, you know, I was only doing 20 minutes a day, twice a day. And as I was kind of going through more personal development, somebody had told me basically like prolonged time in silence is like life changing. Yeah. And so I immediately was like, yeah, I'm jumping into that too. And I did it and it was life-changing. And the first year was excruciating for me. Yeah. Um, Cause like right, all the noise in your head and things you don't even, you know, there's so much noise that you don't even notice yeah. right? because it's like always overwhelming. Um, when you actually turn off the ability to talk, like the noise just increased dramatically for me. Um, and then eventually I kind of, at the end of it, got to enjoy it. And then I've yeah. continued to do it now. This is my third year. Oh my gosh. That's like, so right away, I'm also thinking of, you mentioned noise in our head. Um, on our way back, my husband was quiet. I was quiet. I'm just kind of looking at everything and tired, so tired because we went on so many hikes. And I asked him like, and I've asked him this question before, like, what are you thinking about? And his reply was, oh, you know, well, we're going back. So what was he thinking of? Something about Brooklyn and having a softball game or softball training. That's what he was talking about. He's like, you know, I was thinking about like different things that we could do maybe, you know, to help the girls with, with softball. But he seemed like so calm and relaxed. And he's like, well, what are you thinking about? And I was like, well, when I go back, I have to make sure that, um, Everything's ready for the grand opening. You know, I'm launching this course. I have two more lives. You know, I have to make sure I get back to, you know, all of my emails. Holy crap. I have to reply to my attorney because they're updating my handbook. And then in addition to that, crap, we need to update our will. Damn it. I didn't think about our will. Totally need to make an appointment with her. I have to have a meeting with my financial planner because our second payroll with Gusto is happening. Holy shit. That's tomorrow. Oh my gosh. Okay. So that's tomorrow. Like, and I kept on going and Willie, that's my husband's name. Willie was like, for real? Like, you're just so quiet. And I'm like, yeah, I'm quiet. But like, everything is happening. And then I started writing things down. So silence. A good amount of people are afraid of being silent. Yeah. Well, first I'd say that they do say that women have way more thoughts than men. Oh God, 100%. So, so for this, yeah. I'm like- You guys are so much, yeah. lean, so much more linear. We're like <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I guess to your point, right. I had that same type of like thoughts all the time Yeah. Like in my career. I'd gotten to a point where, you know, everything was, I felt like I was on repeat kind of doing the same thing all the time. Yeah. And those type of thoughts were overwhelming. And I was like, Oh my God. Like it was something that I felt like I was just going to live with forever. Basically. Like there was no way out of it for me. Yeah. Um, and then similar to, I guess, kind of your Yosemite trip in silence, I was in Cayman Islands and had a a day where like really we had nothing to do all day you know and like so yeah just yeah, real, a like, real nice vacation like just literally nothing on the schedule we're just gonna stay here and just kind of hang out can i'm gonna have a heart attack <laughs> <laughs> right and so literally that day it was 
one of those days where like everything, the sound of the ocean, everything was very calming and like mm. all of those thoughts and like those limiting beliefs and everything that you think you have to do literally was washed away from me. And I had this just kind of cleaning and cleansing moment where I could yeah. do anything and like felt really inspired. And so that's kind of like what started me on my journey to get back to that type of living all the time. So let me tell you, well, let me ask you something. You could tell me too, if you want. <laughs> let me ask you something. So, well, I, I will say a little bit, um, a good amount of like people that I work with, they struggle with silence yeah. because if it's quiet, then yes, all of those self, you know, um, those limiting beliefs, those distorted thoughts, we call them, you know, this, those distorted thoughts come up or things from the past come up, maybe past pains, um, troubles, worries, like all of that comes up. Yeah. What was it like initially for you? Cause if Ken, if you tell me, okay, I was just quiet for like five hours and I was good. I'm gonna call you out. But like, what was it? So what was maybe that hurdle for you? Yeah. Um, so I'd start with, obviously I didn't just jump into five days of silence, <laughs> just learn to start meditating. Right. It was like 20 minutes a day, twice a day. Okay. And then you start to create space in between your thoughts right in that process because mm-hmm. everybody has this misnomer that if you sit down to meditate you're not going to have a thought for 20 minutes yeah and i'm like that's not what you do you mm-hmm. literally just have thoughts the whole time mm-hmm. but you're just creating space between them um but the first time i did a week of silence i will tell you i had anxiety going in yeah i literally was like oh my god like i run a business I have mm-hmm. like a family requirement like there's so much going on like how can i step away for yeah. five days and literally not do anything yeah. And like, what am I going to think about? What's going to come up? Like, what don't I even know is mm-hmm. kind of playing in my head. Yeah. And so it was, like I said, the first year was brutal. For the first three days, I was just lost in my thoughts. Things that I thought I were, was over and I'd worked through were coming up. And, you know, you'd have to just sit there and realize, like, you're not your thoughts. Yeah. And, and, and really process everything. So it's interesting. So like I said, I just got back from this year's. And now that it's been my third year, as I'm walking around, because you're with about 100 people, mm-hmm. um, you could see who was the first year people. Really? Right? Yeah, because like their whole mannerisms, their face, their, like everything. You're like- Totally freaked oh. out. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you're dealing with a lot of thoughts still. Like, yeah. You're trying to clear a lot and you just, you know, give them space. And I think that's why being in a group environment is so powerful mm-hmm. for that type of thing, because you you don't feel like you're by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. There's a hundred other people kind of going through something very similar. And because you don't have a story for every person, you don't know them. You're not speaking to them. Like you have much more empathy for them and you Mm. can just feel more into like what they're going through without knowing anything. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. So initially for you, it was a bit anxiety provoking. Um, as you started to progress, so as you went from, you know, 20 minutes to, let's say, you know, geared up towards an hour, what did you start to notice? Like, what did, what did you start to notice change about you? So I, I did the 20 minutes twice a day for, I think it was two years before I actually did anything longer than that. Really? Yeah. And then I jumped okay. in straight to the five days. Like From 20 um, to five, you were like all in. So wow. my meditation practice is very structured. It's like muscle memory. Like I just, mm-hmm. this is what I do. Yeah. Um, so the prolonged one, yeah, straight into five days. And again, it was the first day I thought about everything. Yeah. Like it was insane. Like childhood pain, like 
trying to control everything because I, I had some like OCD, right? Yeah. Like everything had to be perfect. And I mean, everything like was just coming up. Yeah. And then somebody asked me this recently and I thought it was like, it's very interesting. So I was like, tell me what your next thought's going to be. Mm. And you're like, Ooh, I, I have no idea. Yeah. Right. And then so to, to be in that space for five days is like, Oh my God, like what's going to happen? Like what's going to be next? And like I said, for me, it was like a lot of childhood things came up, um, trying to feel like you need to support everybody around you, um, drawing boundaries. um, And again, eventually, as you process everything, you realize that those thoughts aren't necessarily true for you Mm -hmm. in what you believe today. So you don't have to hold on to them anymore. So I hear you when you say that, you know, those thoughts are no longer, you you don't have to be there anymore, right? I, I hear you when you say that. How was meditation helpful with that? Because when you're feeling all these emotions and you're right, you know, you tell me not to look at a red car and then, you know, we leave this meeting and that's all I'm looking at is the red car. Same thing when I, when we do like progressive muscle relaxation, you know, I encourage my clients to do progressive muscle relaxation videos or some form of media uh, meditation, allow the thought to come in and recognize that the thought's there and just slowly allow it to, you know, pass by not, not be so focused and, and, and stuck on that thought. I guess my main question is for you doing those five minutes, where did you get stuck? Like, was there an area where you got stuck or was there an area where you're like, Holy moly, wait a minute. This is my pattern. This is my go-to and I don't have to stay there anymore. Um, so I think just the meditation practice helps with the daily kind of noise, mm-hmm. right? And just kind of creating some separation between basically the input or like whatever somebody's telling you and your reaction to it, right? Uh, so you can create some space. So you can be more conscious of how you're responding and less reactive, gotcha. um, which was very powerful for me because again, when you have, as you know, like things coming at you from all angles, you have to, if you want to be in control of your life and have good boundaries, you need to not react to everything that happens. Mm-hmm. So that was the main thing in the, just the meditation practice. In the silence specifically, when all those thoughts would come flooding in, um, right? You, when you can't verbalize what you're thinking. Oh, yeah. Right? Like it becomes less real to you. Ooh, okay. Right? So then you're yeah. like, oh, I didn't say anything. That thought left and now another one's here. Gotcha. Right? Because you're, you're, you don't have the time to, to make it on repeat, if you will, right? Because you yeah. can't share it with anybody. You're not writing it down. You're not talking about it. It's just in and out. And so as you go through days of that, you start to realize, oh, my God, that thought isn't necessarily me. It's not real, right? Mm-hmm. And then it, maybe it's something, it could be something as simple as like you saw somebody as you were walking in silence and you had a judgment about them or a thought about them or you created a story for them, right? In that instant. Yep but you can't verbalize it or share it. So then it goes away. Oh my God. I have this secret that I want to tell everybody, but I can't. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Kind of deal. And then you like, you forget about it because something else happens. Right. And you're Uh, just going through the day and then you can't really necessarily recall everything you've thought about mm -hmm. because you never had a chance to make them, to verbalize them and make them real and hear them yourself. Ah, Okay. That makes, Does that, make so sense? Much, that makes so much sense. I yeah. love that. So that's how you realize they're not real is because literally you can't make them real. No, no. Yeah. And then, so if like that thought isn't real, what other thoughts are you having on a deeper level? Like those real personal ones, mm-hmm. like, are those still real for you too? Right. And you can kind of work through it internally. Oh, okay. 
All right. Now for you, was somebody coaching you through this? Was there a video you watched? Like how did Um, you become the one? Yeah. So I'm a certified meditation instructor through the Chopra center. Okay. Um, And then on the silence retreats, basically um, what I'm going to try to create is a retreat where we ask reflective questions to give you something to reflect on through the day. Mm. Right. So like we're kind of, you know, teeing up your thoughts, if you will, Mm -hmm. because you know, you're going to have them all day onto different things so that you can help clear your energy yourself. Cause it's a very personal experience. Yeah. So there's a, so there's an actual course you did. So somebody taught you how to do this initially. Yep. Okay. And how long, so how much experience do you have before you started to do your own thing? So I haven't started it yet. The meditation retreat is literally, so this is like I said, the third year I've done it. And I think I could do it better. Cause as oh, I, I just okay. watch people and you know, my, just my background, I'm like, okay, this is like where people are getting lost. This is where people Good. start to talk. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause a lot of people, as the days progress, you realize like, Ooh, that person started talking or like they fell off or right. Or like they're overwhelmed. And yeah. You can kind of see that. And so I'm like, okay, they need more structure here. We need to do this. And I've really been trying to figure out how to make it more impactful. Gotcha. Um, so like, yeah, that's the goal for next year is to to host my first one. Oh my gosh. That's so exciting. Thank that's you. so, so exciting. So tell me more about your course. So is yeah. that different from your retreat or? Yeah. Okay. So I, I feel, oh, so in addition to like the retreat, I feel like yeah. you need structure before you can jump into five days. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause if I stood yeah. here and was like, Hey Veronica, you and you're like, you know, all the ladies should come out and do a week of silence with me. Like it's going to be great. Yeah. You no, look I at totally me like, make I it crazy. a yeah, I would totally make it a therapy session. <laughs> Everybody's getting um, therapy. <laughs> so because of that, I wanted people to really get that muscle memory of meditation mm-hmm. um, and start really, you know, cultivating that 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, so that's why I started the course. And it was interesting. So I'm also a financial advisor, right? And do uh, 1031 exchange real estate. And in those meetings, the conversations I was having with people had changed completely yeah. based on my meditations. Wow. Right. So we were talking about different things at different levels and it was very interesting to me. And the people that had worked with me through my transformation were like, oh my gosh, what are you doing? Like, how did you do this? You seem happier, more alive, right? You look younger, like whatever. Yeah. You're always smiling, really? having a good time. And I'm like, sign oh. me up. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh, if everybody's asking me these questions, I probably should like create a formula for what I did and use like those needle movers and put it together for people. And so that was kind of the idea behind stillness to success Mm -hmm. was to create that stillness and that habit of meditation so that you can answer simple questions and hear that still like small voice inside of you that tells you like intuitively what you should be doing, but you usually don't hear. Yeah. And then really using that then to define you know, what are your core values? What is important to you? What does happiness look like? Um, We draft a personal vision statement so that you have like a daily reminder of where you're going and what you're trying to achieve Mm -hmm. because things get in the way, things are hard, right? You need to like keep, keep yourself inspired. Absolutely. So we structure all of that. And then at the end, I have a daily journal, which outlines everything that you need to do to start moving towards your goals. Gotcha. Okay. So I'm so, all about habits. Like it, it needs to be a daily thing. No, well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Especially because it, it does take practice. Yeah. It does take a whole 
great amount of practice. And I agree, you can't go from 20 minutes to five days. Well, I mean, you did, but not. You can't go from zero. Yeah, you can't go from zero and then, and then that be it. What do you notice, especially for women, like working with women, working with moms, what do you notice is one of our biggest hurdles? Um, so I have so many thoughts and I don't want to offend anybody. Please share them. them. (laughs) I think, well, so obviously it's all specific on the person, but I, most moms that I've worked with, I I feel like overthink things. Yeah. You can, so Ken, just totally go there. Listen, I'll tell you when you're on the cliff. (laughs) I'm just saying like, I think they overthink things because again, they have more thoughts and they, they want to control more of the situation and like the family life. Yep. Which comes down to that control thing I was talking about earlier. Um, and then they feel this responsibility to have to do everything. Everything. Yeah. yeah. And so, again, those thoughts come in and they're like, oh my God. And then they think about it even more. Yeah. And then it becomes this big thing. And you're like, ooh, if we could just stop the thought so much, mm. everything else will loosen up. You'll have better relationships, you know, with everybody around you and be happier. It's just all about like stopping that repeat thought. So for the mom who is overwhelmed, who is stressed, has all of these things, is spinning like 50,000 plates, right? Yep. What do you wish she would do? What do you wish she would do to help her, to help prevent her being so overwhelmed? Yeah. I mean, that's why I created like the meditation class. Cause I think that learning to meditate and again, it's just 20 minutes yeah. to start is a life changer. And I know so many women and just people that have done that and they don't understand before you experience it, it doesn't make sense. You're like, how is 20 minutes going to help me? Like, I don't understand. Yeah. But then once you do it once, twice, and you start to see the results, you're like, oh, right. Like I can do this. And then it, it just grows and everything in your life starts to change based yeah. on that one thing. Yeah. So I truly do believe that right, no matter your circumstance or what's going on in your life, if you can find your stillness, your whole life will change. Okay. So I'm going to, we'll do a little bit of role play here, but Ken, I have like three kids. I have my husband, I'm a stay at home mom. And I just, I just don't feel like that's even possible. I don't even feel it's possible. What would you say to them? Well, there's a lot that goes into that. Um, But I would say that if, if one of your kids needed you to do something for 20 minutes more a day, would you do it? Oh, ooh, I like how you threw it back. Yeah. Right? I'm all about questions, right? And you and you would, because you're like, yes. oh my God, my kid needs this. I need to do that. But how you show up as a mom is more important than, you know, anything. Because your kids want you to be there as your best self. Yes. So to take the 20 minutes for yourself so that everything you do during the day is better is worth more than anything else. I, I, I 100% agree with you. And it changes the dynamics of your relationship with your husband, changes the dynamics of all of your relationships, especially how you mentioned earlier for you, there were so many of your friends or family that noticed that, that change in you and wanting to go ahead and know more. Absolutely. Can you share with me a success story? Obviously from a woman, can you share with me a success story of where she started and where she ended? Um, Well, I guess again, so I don't define success in the course because I think success is different for everybody. And yeah. I've learned that as an advisor for a long time of, right, what was enough money or what was this is like, it's changed for everybody. So yeah. I think- And that's biggest, what I'm focusing 
on is the change, the change yeah. from maybe being where she was to, to where yeah. she's at. So I have a client or coach person like that kind of went through the process and before was extremely overwhelmed and like was fighting with both of her daughters and everything was kind of rough all the time. And they all were on edge, if you will. Right. You like, you make that one comment and all of a sudden everything flares up. It's done. Those are fighting words. Yeah. Yeah. Every day. (laughs) And you're like, I don't understand. Like how can every word break the camel's back? Like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, right. And you're like, Oh, everybody's so on edge Mm -hmm. that it's that little thing. Right. It's like all the accumulated stress that kind of like, breaks every every day yeah and you're like oh my god i'm like please just take the 20 minutes right like we'll work through this process yeah and obviously like immediately there was no big benefit like she's like i'm still fighting with them and i'm like it's okay like it'll start to loosen up you know and after like about a week she went into every interaction with the kids differently mm. so she no longer was on edge she didn't feel all that stress and overwhelm so that when they did something like you know put a coffee stain on the on the <laughs> counter or like leave their shoes at the front like whatever it was yeah it was no longer like oh my god why are you doing this she yeah. was able to just be like okay like and kind of work through it and then the girls noticed the difference and now they have a much better relationship mm. so she stopped catastrophizing and making I don't know that word because I'm oh, like, yeah, yeah, what, so yeah, so, that. yeah, that, what she said. So it yeah. sounds like she stopped, she stopped magnifying everything that was going on. So the coffee stain was no longer a big deal. Yeah. You know, the shoes were no longer a big deal. Yeah. You know, I, I love that you just shared that because a good amount of us, especially us women, we do try to control everything and we try to make it so that it goes a certain way. And we do that to protect our family, to protect our kids. Like, as long as you do it this way, everything will be fine. But what we don't realize is what we're communicating to our family, what we're communicating to even our partners is we don't accept you the way you are. So you need to follow my script. And until you follow my script, we can't be friends or we can't be good. But what you're saying with regards to meditation and taking those 20 minutes, it's really really this time for self-reflection. It's really this time to identify like what is really important. And once you get through all of these, you know, distorted thoughts or these, um, these negative thoughts, you start to realize, wait a minute, it's just a thought. It's just an emotion that comes up and then it passes as long as I'm able to sit in this moment. Exactly. Oh my gosh. I love that. I love that. It's for mindfulness. So, okay. So how, give us, can you give us three tips on what do we need to do today? So for the woman that is driving her kids while they're screaming in the car to school, for the mom who got 10 minutes to, to be on that Stairmaster, you know, and listen to this podcast or for the mom who's washing dishes, just so she can drown out the noise of her kids screaming. (laughs) Notice a pattern. Yeah, there's a lot what? of screaming. See, a lot of noise, a lot of chaos. <laughs> a lot of noise. So, what, what maybe three or five steps can you give us to do right now to apply this technique? Yeah. So, I mean, the easiest one with all of those things going on. Yeah. Right. Because I can't. I could say like, oh, you know, find five minutes that you can be quiet, undisturbed, and like just sit in silence. And that yeah, sounds Ken, like it's very kids. difficult. We have kids. Yeah. Ken. We have kids. Oh, and the kids dog sleep and they leave. Um, <laughs> Everybody I know can find 20 minutes to meditate, but I know it's a process. Um, So what I'd say is the easiest thing to do is be fully present in what you're doing. Mm. So if you're doing dishes, 
do the dishes mm-hmm. and really just kind of like go through that process of what that looks like and yeah. don't let the other thoughts and everything like overwhelm you. Just think about what you're doing. And as you start to create that pattern of just being in the moment and being present, it becomes almost like a working meditation, if you will, where mm-hmm. you're still getting the benefits of that stillness by doing something. And then as you build that, you'll start to see the benefits of that. And then it'll roll into more, more stillness. So once we've graduated from being intentional, like intentionally washing the dishes and being there and, you know, you fill the water and you fill the sponge and the soap and you're really, really there. Then, so once I've, I've, I'm starting to do that and being intentional, what do I do next? How do I even start the 20 minutes? Uh, so, I mean, so I, on my YouTube channel and there's obviously a bunch of apps yeah. that have like free meditations. Um, that's a great way to start because it just kind of gives you more structure. Okay. Um, and then as you graduate, we offer a mantra based on basically your birth date, um, which is like a sound that the universe was making at the time. Oh, nice. Like, I don't want to get too like woohoo because people look at me like I'm crazy. Um, <laughs> not yet, Ken, not yet. <laughs> but it is, a, it is a sound that seems to resonate more with you, like your body and yourself. Mm. Um, so you start to learn that. And then as you repeat that, you're basically like going home, if you will, okay. and creating more and more stillness inside. And then your body and your physiology starts to change based on that quiet. Okay. So we would go to your website maybe and get this. So my birthday's April. We would look up our birthday, play that noise. Well, so we actually personally do it for people because we want you to have a really good experience and like make sure that you understand the noise and the sound and really help you with the first one so that you have a good experience and you have somebody to call if you have questions. Uh, So you just go on the site. It's called the key meditation and we work that uh, with you. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. That way there's more structure. Cause if we just told you like, Hey, like say ohm for 20 minutes, you'd be like, okay, cool. And then you'd move on. Yeah. Uh, We want to make it more of a personal experience. Gotcha. I'm like wondering what song's mine. (laughs) Most people do. They're like, Oh my God, I want to know my sound. I want to know my sound. So is this something we sign up for? We pay for, how do we get access to it? Yeah, just go into kenclodoris.com and then under the courses, um, there's just the meditation as a standalone because I really okay. want people to start getting the benefit of that. And then you can upgrade, obviously, to the full stillness to success course, um, which turns that stillness right into the answers of what's important to you and things like that. Okay. So for right now, again, just to repeat the steps, um, practice mindfulness, being intentional as you're washing the dishes, bring yourself back to you know, the dishes, um, a couple things that might help them too. bringing them back to that moment is being able to describe what the water feels like. Is it warm? Describe it, you know, being able to describe what the plate feels like being able to, um, you know, um, to really get into that mindfulness state. What do the dishes look like? What am I looking, what am I looking at? You know, what am I hearing? Um, what do I taste? So bring it back to the five senses just so they're able to do that exercise that you're referring to. Right. Yep. And then from there, going on to YouTube, do you have any videos that you would recommend that are initially free just so they start this process? Do you know of any that you would recommend? I mean, so we, I have one where I teach like a so-hum meditation, which is okay. a breath meditation. Yeah. So you make a certain sound as you breathe in and another as you breathe out. Um, but then again, there's the call mat, insight timer, things like that, that'll really help create more structure for you and get you in that mental pattern. Okay. creating stillness 
And then if you, you know, decide like, okay, I want to take this to the next level and really start to see the benefits because for me personally, and a lot of people I work with, right. Having to be tied to the cell phone almost creates anxiety in itself, right? You're like, I got to get away from it. So having a mantra that you can just be with yourself anywhere, right. No certain poses or anything. It's just where you feel comfortable, where you feel safe and your mantra. It's 20 minutes. And then from there, like you'll start to see the immediate benefits of meditation. Okay. So for yours, for the uh, mantra that you have, how do we access that? Is that also on the website? Yep. Okay. And is it under mantras or where do I'm trying to make it easy for these ladies? Yeah. So you literally will go on, there's a tab that says courses and then there's one that literally says meditation only. Okay. You just click on that. Okay. And so so that one, it gives us instructions on being able to do it for 20 minutes, 10 minutes, five minutes. Yep. And then if you go to stillness to success.com, we have like a downloadable PDF that tells you like more in details, like the benefits of meditation Yeah. from like a whole perspective of like how it helps your physiology, your mental condition, everything. So that's available at stillness to success.com too. So I love that you mentioned physiology. So how does it, how does it benefit our physical state? So without getting like too geeky on the endorphins and everything that it does, um, Basically, it lowers your heart rate, residual stress leaves, lowers your anxiety, and you start to release all of the toxins in your body as well, mm-hmm. so that you become more just at homeostasis. Gotcha. And then as you do it more and more, right, your body gets used to it. And so you like release even more tension and things like that. It's, it's an amazing thing that happens naturally yeah. when you just you know focus on a mantra for 20 minutes. It's okay. incredible. For us that are just starting, should we be practicing this? I mean, practicing this daily would be a bit much initially. What would you advise us to do? Would you advise us to do this maybe once a week, put it on our calendar, put a timer when the kids are asleep, twice a week, three times a week? I always tell people to do what they can. Okay. Right. So start where you are. We like numbers, Ken. We like, we just give it, just tell us what to do, Ken. But see, here's the problem, Veronica, (laughs) if I tell you to do this five days a week and you only do it three you're going to start judging yourself. Yes, yes. And I don't want you to judge yourself. I yes. want this to be a fun experience where you look forward to it and you're like, I see the benefit. I want to do this. I'm getting the freedom, right, to do it when I need to. And I'll start to see the benefits, right? That's why, again, start wherever you are. And as you start to see the benefits, just know that yep. the goal is every day, right, for 20 minutes. Yep. I love that you said that. And I only mentioned, I'm, I, I'm kidding, but being serious yeah. about tell us the number because a good amount of us, we just want the number. We just, just tell us exactly what to do and we'll do it. But the reality yeah. is we set up that goal and, oh, okay, he said three days, I'm going to do it five days. Or yeah, I'll do it three days. And then we don't, right. there is no follow through. Right. Or the day you want to do it, something happens with the kids. And now you're like, oh my God, I missed that. Like, should I do it now? Then like, it just, it it just becomes, becomes this whole story and you don't need the story. Yeah. It is. It just, right. Be present. If you're going to do the meditation, meditate. If you miss it, you miss it and just go on. Yeah. Right. And it's a, as you, again, maybe this is because I've been doing this so long. That's literally how I live my life. Right. It's like, <laughs> well, it's not how all of us live our lives. Can we try I know, to graduate? But, but, but that's the goal, right. It's like, <laughs> I, I somehow like run two companies and like have clients and all these things. And at the end of the day, I'm still fully present right now with you. Yeah. I'll move on to the next thing, be fully present. And if something gets missed, like some, it'll get picked up. We'll figure it out. Like, at the end of the day, right? Yeah. It's not life and death. And if no. it is like, okay, then we're having a different conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. 
All right, Ken. So we have your website. How do we follow you? How do we get a hold of you? Yeah, the best way to follow me is on Instagram. I okay. post every day and get a little insight into what I'm doing. Nice. Uh, so that's the best way. Uh, otherwise, again, on YouTube, and I have all the resources on my website. Okay, so on Instagram, what's your handle? Ken Cladoris. I'm the okay. only one in the country, so it's easy to find me. Nice, nice. <laughs> all right, awesome. I am super excited. I can't wait to do this myself. And I, I do agree with you. There are a huge amount of benefits with being intentional and practicing, yeah. you know, um, practicing that, um, that stillness. Absolutely love that. I'm super excited. And yeah, I, I will definitely be practicing this myself, probably after this call. Cause mama, mama needs it. Right. <laughs> I think we all need it. Thank you so much for being on. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed it. Absolutely. Many women lose their own identity in the shadow of being a mom and a wife. We are a community of women who support each other. We leave perfectionism behind to become empowered and unapologetic. I want to personally invite you to join our girl gang. It's a free Facebook community for women just like you. Go to www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash empowered and unapologetic. See you there. What's up, ladies? Just want to let you guys know that your ratings and reviews for this podcast are greatly appreciated. If you love this podcast, please go to iTunes right now, write a review, rate the episode, and subscribe. Don't forget to share it with your friends. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind Podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind Podcast has been about creating hope listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there. Hey there, this is Casey McGuire Davidson, host of the Hello Someday podcast. I'm an ex-red wine girl turned life coach who helps busy women change their relationship with alcohol. I spent 20 years climbing the corporate ladder while drinking a bottle of wine a night to unwind. In the Hello Someday podcast, my goal is to teach you the tried and true secrets of creating and living a life you don't want to escape from. Each week, I'll bring you tools, lessons, and conversations to help you drink less and live more. I'll teach you how to navigate our drinking obsessed culture without a buzz and how to turn the decision to stop drinking from your worst case scenario to the best decision of your life. You can find new episodes of the Hello Someday podcast every Thursday, wherever you listen. And I hope you check it out. I know. I know we've been taught that motherhood requires alcohol. I know we've been taught not to question our relationship with alcohol until we've lost everything. 
And I know we've been taught that if we do dare to examine our relationship with alcohol, we need to head straight to AA and declare ourselves an alcoholic who is powerless to alcohol forever. But what if all that isn't true? That's definitely not my story. I'm Suzanne, the host of the Sober Mom Life podcast. I'm an influencer who stopped drinking in January 2020, and since then, I've been telling the truth about motherhood, influencing, alcohol, and sobriety. If you suspect deep down that glass or three of wine at night might just be making motherhood harder, well, you're right. Come and join me as I chat with other sober and sober curious moms. Let's laugh, cry, and normalize sobriety together, all while we reheat our coffee for the fourth time today. Hey there, this is Casey McGuire Davidson, host of the Hello Someday podcast. I'm an ex-red wine girl turned life coach who helps busy women change their relationship with alcohol. I spent 20 years climbing the corporate ladder while drinking a bottle of wine a night to unwind. In the Hello Someday podcast, my goal is to teach you the tried and true secrets of creating and living a life you don't want to escape from. Each week, I'll bring you tools, lessons, and conversations to help you drink less and live more. I'll teach you how to navigate our drinking-obsessed culture without a buzz and how to turn the decision to stop drinking from your worst-case scenario to the best decision of your life. You can find new episodes of the Hello Someday podcast every Thursday, wherever you listen, and I hope you check it out. It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol. We see people around us being able to control their drinking without any consequences, yet no matter what we try, we can't seem to figure it out for ourselves. My name is Jillian Teets, and I am the host of the Sober Powered Podcast, where I use my biochemistry background to explain the latest research in addiction and help you understand both why you drink the way you do and how to develop the skills and mindset you need to find freedom from alcohol. I discuss topics like why we think about our drinking 24-7, why we have no off switch, and why we crave alcohol. If you're struggling with your drinking or you know someone who is, then I hope that you will check out the Sober Powered Podcast. New episodes every Friday. See you there.